you're just tuning in, sorry about that. If you're just tuning into the, uh, sorry to interrupt whatever was playing on the air there, but we're bringing you our regularly scheduled weekly program, the Scuttlebutt Show. We missed our uh, our introduction there. Sorry about that. Run a little late today. I'm your host, Max Maximus Bloom, and I'm here today with uh, my good friends Adam and Mike. You guys might remember them from an episode we had before. They are the owners and operators of Star Spangled Supplements, the CBD oil company we talked about before. Welcome, guys. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having us back on, Max. It's awesome yeah, what's here. up, Mike? So, Mike, uh, since the last time you were on here, well, before we get started, I just want to, anybody who's listening, who's driving around listening, you're listening to the Scuttlebutt Show on 89.1 KNSJ. It's our weekly military-themed radio show for the military and veteran community of San Diego, and friends and families, of course, are included in that. Thank you, guys. Uh, Mike, since the last time that uh, you were here, you are now a, a veteran, like officially, out of the military. Yeah, two weeks today, actually. Uh done walked out my office and haven't thought about it until people actually ask me about work and i was like i don't know it doesn't i haven't i'm not sure if it's at some point it's going to hit me but it's been interesting to be on my own schedule but already really busy with work with adam for our company then also my associate of my own media company i do so it's been great uh i I love being out it's only been two weeks so that's awesome dude adam you just uh Drove out to San Diego from Colorado? Salt Lake City. From Salt Lake City. Uh, talk closer into the mic, please. Yeah, from yep. Salt Lake City. So, yeah, so I've actually been on all over the state of California for the past week now, traveling around. So, yeah, just drove on out. It's been, been a lot of fun. And I, I think it will hit Mike that he's now a veteran when, uh, when it pays still come through. And he doesn't get checked in the Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so here, Adam, really quick, try to get a little bit closer. You can adjust that mic a little bit. Yeah. Uh, guys, kind of talk right into these mics are pretty sensitive. So, uh, yeah, Mike, that's really true. And then, um, when you have to go pay full taxes and everything on your whole paycheck, it, uh, it all starts to really sink in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will. I think I did save up enough money just to carry me over for a while. So I don't think about it too much, uh, going forward. But as the business stuff starts kicking in, the money starts coming in from that. I'm pretty sure then I'm like, oh, yeah, tax time, here it goes. Let's, let's see what happens from that. So, I mean, it's kind of funny because you're talking about last week your disability claim or your, your VA appointment. Yeah. So I used to start doing that whole process. So that's going to be interesting to, to go through as well. And then at least I'll get a check from that. So That's, uh, yeah, when you, get, when you start doing your, um, when you do your disability claim um, for your compensation, for your service-connected ailments, uh, Adam, did you do one of those? Uh, so I actually didn't. Okay. I didn't do one of those. I kind of rushed through the process the last couple days when you're going through. I forget what the acronym is. Uh, TGPS or TAPS? TAPS. Yeah. Used to be TAPS. Now TAPS. it's TG. They changed it. It's TGPS. It's Transition Goals Plans and Success. Okay. So you go through TAPS, then you'll go out to wherever they're going to out process you, and go to all of your doctor points to out process. And I completely rushed through that process. And now as I look back, it's like, I wish I'd taken some time and actually like sat down and talked with a doctor about certain things. But, you know, in, in all honesty, you know, I, I think something that a lot of veterans are going to run into, um, some people have phenomenal experiences uh, with the VA. But to me, I'm, I'm in a place now, I'm like, man, you know, I just, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to be able to choose my doctor and, and go where I want to go um, and not have to kind of deal with that. So there, there's things I wish I'd have, I've talked about, things I wish I'd have addressed. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I think that the healthcare and, and the the system that I'm using now is benefiting more than the VA was going to. 
Yeah, you know, I was we did do an episode on this last week. Uh, if you guys want to go back and listen to our show on the, we're on all the popular podcast apps when we are done live here, so you guys can go back and listen to all of our episodes of the Scuttlebutt Show. And I did one last week, and it was kind of focused on. I went to my first VA medical appointment last week, and it was really a, a positive experience. I guess the VA I was at the one in the Mission Valley here in San Diego. I had a great doctor. I was really nice. I just like went in for like a normal checkup, physical. It had been a year, you know, I'd been out. I haven't seen a doctor, so I went in just kind of. Um, thought that would be good, and it was super good. And then uh, I made an appointment today online on the uh, VA Health website to uh, to do a another appointment. And so far, the process has been really effective. It works. And um, if anybody has any questions about their VA healthcare uh, entitlements or their or the process, especially here in San Diego, feel free to hit us up at the Scuttlebutt Show on Instagram, Facebook, or Gmail at the Scuttlebutt Show at Gmail dot com. Uh, so okay. This is awesome. We got Adam in the studio. Adam is from out in uh, not not from California, from Utah, and came out here last time. He we did a phone interview with you, and Mike was in the studio, and Mike's in the studio today too. So I was telling you. So we went to this thing yesterday, hosted by the Marine Rapper, uh, at Bunker Labs in the WeWork building in downtown San Diego, where they're doing a Bunker Labs is like a business incubator for veteran-owned businesses, where they go in, they work in the WeWork offices. It's sponsored by Bunker Labs, so I'm pretty sure it's free to be in there. If you're accepted into the program, you have to apply. So if you're a veteran business owner, check out Bunker Labs. And also make sure you check out the Marine Rapper on Instagram or his uh, music company, Ninja Punch Music. And we're going to get him on the show soon. It was a really, really fun event. What did you guys think about that? It was good. Actually, so the Marine Rapper's Nike thing just, just hit the Wasn't morning. that awesome? It was hilarious. Um, but no, it was a good event. You know, you, I even today, you know, just the, the conversation I had with people yesterday for a couple of minutes. You know, I've had a couple emails come through today. I've had a couple calls and text messages come through already um, with people trying to figure out, oh, what, what are ways we can work together? What are, what are things we can do? And, you know, it's great to have a group of veterans get together like that and do something like that. Um, I know for myself, once I got out of the military, I there, I never wanted somebody to be able to tell me what, what to do again, right? I mean, a lot of people do that. Like, we grow beards. You know, we almost become rebellious because it's like, man, we've, we've been in this structure for so long. Um it's almost like a sheltered child. Once they get they get out of the house, they they, they kind of go wild a little bit. Um, and a lot of people find themselves in the entrepreneurial space, um, trying to navigate that. And to have some people that are having some success at that host things like this, like Bunker Labs, right? They, they host things like this. They do things like this that allow people to come together and network. Um, you can get some questions answered. You can get some help on things. Um, and, and it brings a lot of value. Oh, we're getting a phone call. Here, let me go try to answer the phone real quick. Uh, and see what it is. You know, it's kind of embarrassing. Sometimes it's a, it's like somebody trying to sell a newspaper. Or it's a wrong number, or something like that. <laughs> Go ahead and t- keep keep talking about uh, uh, your experience there with Bunker Labs and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna pass that on to Mike actually real quick. Uh, you guys heard a lot of my voice last time we were on, and you know, I'd like to give my partner a, a chance to talk a little more this time. Uh, for me, yesterday that was it was pretty interesting. It was actually last minute for me because Adam just drove down. We met up to get uh, some tacos, and then. He's like, hey, I just got a text um, from from Mike Mike Sayers uh, about this event at WeWork. So we head down there, and then I see Max already there. And it's good to, get, again, be around a bunch of veterans who are striving to do something else outside of their military career. And just, you know, a lot of guys who are creative, starting. We had one guy that was starting a cleaning business because he was just like, what do veterans do? Right, there's one thing that every veteran can do, no matter what, is like they can clean very well. Um, yeah, other people in the fitness industry, just different types, and also the marine rapper, 
uh, myself doing media and also a CB company with, with Adam and Max as well. So it's always good to see just veterans. Um, and also what's interesting too is that since at the WeWork space, there's a lot of civilians who are actually amongst the crowd who didn't really know that was going on. You got a last minute email and they came down and were like, oh, this started meeting with us as well. And learning that we were all, yeah, we're all veterans. You know, we're all here trying to start our companies or having companies already started up. I just want, want to improve them. So it's a, it was a good a good melting pot of people to be there. Yeah, I had a, you know, it was my first time meeting the Marine Rapper. We've talked a lot on text. We've had him on the show. I play his music all the time. I just got his new album. I downloaded it off iTunes. And that dude is just a hard worker and an awesome guy. And he's got his heart in the right place. And he's doing a lot for the veteran community, especially coming down here to San Diego. And that Bunker Labs deal is a volunteer um, program that he's running down there. So that was that was really awesome. Okay, I wanted, so let's, let's get into... Uh, some of the topic that you guys are the experts at, which is your own company, right? Star Spangled Supplements. What's the website? It's starspangledsups.com. Okay, so you guys can be found at starspangledsups.com. And are you on uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook? We are under the same name. So Star Spangled Sup is us on Instagram. Um, you can find Mike at Mike underscore vibes. And you can find me at Adamir Putin. And yes, there is a, a great story behind that. Um, so you find us on Instagram, you can link to the, the company page right from there if you can't find it. Usually if you type in Star Spangled Sups, you're going to find us pretty quick. Um, and that's where we'll be. Cool. So when I was talking to you yesterday, I told you uh, that your the last time you guys were on the show, that episode, was one of the most commented on episodes that we had ever done because there's a huge amount of people that I know, at least, that have reached out to me and said, hey... I want to try the CBD oil treatment, but how is it? It still makes me nervous because I'm still not really sure how it's not uh, THC or marijuana or if it's going to get me in any kind of trouble or uh, or if the effects are going to be good enough for me to, to you know use it. Like, is it worth it? Uh, so do you want to address – can you address that for us real quick? Yeah, and so the first thing I'll kind of do is I'll, I'll give you kind of the, the breakdown of the cannabis family. So when people think of cannabis, they, they immediately think of marijuana, right? And they, a lot of people don't understand that there's three plants within the cannabis family. There's cannabis, there's marijuana, and there's hemp. Everything that we do is a hemp derivative. Um, now, hemp naturally has less than a, around a 0.03% THC level, okay? Now, at that level of THC, it's not going to pop on any type of test anywhere. But during the extraction process of separating the CBD from the hemp plant itself, they also extract the THC. So there's no THC in, in the CBD isolate, right? Now, if you're to look at a testing certificate, the, the lowest that they're going to test for is a 0.001. And so if it has no THC in it, the testing certificate will read a 0.001. Um, or on some testing for some facilities, it'll say NA right? is not available. There was nothing that was able to be tested or able to be picked up. Um, so everything we do is, a, is from a hemp derivative. Okay, uh, We're also testing for foreign substances. So if you're, you're buying a product from us, we can guarantee there's no THC, but I can also guarantee that there's not a foreign substance that shouldn't be here. Right. Um, so you're never going to pop positive on a test. Um, that's not something you should have to worry about. You know, if you're worried about, you know, how, how is my body going to react to this? Um, I've yet to have somebody have a negative reaction. Um, 
But that, at the same time, you also need to take into consideration that if you're on any type of medication, uh, antibiotics, something like that, you never know what might happen with, with anything, right? Just like they tell you not to drink alcohol when you're, you're taking certain antibiotics or pain pills. They're, everybody's body's different. You don't quite know how it's going to react. So you got to be cautious of that. Um, but as far as the, the testing, um, worrying about euphoria or being high or, or failing a drug test, it's never going to happen. Uh, it's a different plant from in the same family of the cannabis family, but it's a different plant from marijuana. Okay, so cool. I, I'm i definitely going to try it, um, but I've seen there's so many products. Like what ways, what delivery systems does Star Spangled Supplements sell? So right now uh, we do the tincture and coffee. Now we have several different varieties of tincture. Um, can you, can you, t- what is that word? Tincture. What is that? So a tincture is the dropper, right? Now, if you're to go out and buy, um, we'll say lavender oil, right? It comes in a, in a vial with a dropper, a little droplet on top of it. It has a vial inside, um, that extracts the CBD from, from your bottle. And that's what you'll deliver it in. So you're going to take a half a full dropper, um, would be one dosage of CBD. Now we offer three varieties in the form of um, potency. So 750 milligram, which equates to about 25 milligrams of CBD per serving. Uh, 1500 milligrams, um, so you're gonna get about 50 milligrams per serving. And then we have a 3500 milligram. Um, and when you break down the math, you're getting about 116.6 milligrams of CBD per serving. What would you say somebody should start out at? Um, Do you start low and, and assess and then build up? And is there a tolerance factor to it? Or is there, you know, I actually, is there like a cycling to it? Like you would cycle a supplement uh, or do you just take it every day, every night uh, and it continues to work? Yeah, I take it every day and every night and it continues to work. And I've been doing this for about four years, right? So for a long time, I, I've been taking CBD and for a long time, I've, you know, I've tried out different varieties and different potencies and for a very long time, like for, think of like a sleep number mattress, Okay. So if you have a sleep number mattress, um, everybody has their sleep number that they're comfortable at that they set it to. So everybody's body's different. I'm a 230-pound, you know, athletic individual. What what my body operates at is different than what somebody else's body is going to operate at. I take a 3,500 milligram twice a day right now. I take it when I go to sleep, and I take it, you know, when I get up in the morning. Now, that that for me, that works. Now, if you're you know, a 140 pound individual, you're probably not going to need what I need. Right. Um, I have a good friend of mine who, who gets sleep apnea and and has sleeping issues. He takes a 3,500, but he's taking a full dropper. So he's getting about 232 milligrams of CBD. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's my sleep number. Right. (laughs) Um, so that's, that's where he hits it. Um, so, but he's also, you know, about 360, 370 pounds. He's a huge individual. Um, so that's where he's at. So it, it depends where you're at. You know, we, we offer, you know, three different potencies because we know that people are different. Um, the potency that most people seem to purchase is the 1500 milligram. That's where most people have found uh, their, their zone of operation, what's best for them. Um, but then I have, I have people that, you know, once we release the 3500, which was a new release, um, people swear by that. You know, they'll upgrade to that and they swear by it. So that's that's what a lot of people have found to be their number. Um, now, also, if if you're taking this because you, you have a specific thing that you're wanting to treat, 
um, you can take that into consideration also. We, we have a lady uh, that's a customer of ours. She's on her, her second round of having stage four cancer. Oh, right? no. And she's that's based, terrible. It's horrible. And, and she's basically, look, I'm at the point where I, I know I'm not going to survive this round. Um, I'm not sure exactly how much time I have left. Um, she's like, but I don't like the way that I, I feel when I take um, the oxys, right? The prescription painkillers. She's like, I, I don't feel good on these. She's at a point now where she's taking the 3,500 milligram tincture, and she sent us an email not long ago. And she's like, I haven't taken a prescription pain pill since I started taking this, and I'm now I feel better, you know, and I am able to operate and actually do things with my family, enjoy the days that I have left on this earth. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, yeah, like th- those are the type of things why we do this, right? These are the type of things why we like being in this business. The stories like that they make you feel good. Yeah. Okay, I'm definitely gonna try it. I have I have yet to try it, but I'm definitely gonna try it. I'm gonna uh, order some. So if people wanted to know more about it and get some, uh, your website is StarSpangledSupplements.com. Yes, StarSpangledSupps.com. StarSpangledSupps S U P P S. Yes. Okay, so if people want to find out more information or, or order or anything like that, it's StarSpangledSupps.com. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Scuttlebutt Show on 89.1 KNSJ. It's our weekly military-themed radio show talking about all sorts of veteran topics in and around, mainly in and around San Diego. A lot of San Diego businesses local veteran business owners, entrepreneurs, people with stories that they want to share and about their um, about their service and about getting out and what that experience was like. I know I talk about uh, my own experience getting out all the time, but Adam, so you were on the phone with us last time. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your service, your branch, your job, uh, and then we'll talk maybe a little bit about getting out. Yeah, so I, I was in the Navy. I did absolutely nothing special. I was just, just very much your average sailor. Um, uh, you know, I, I haven't talked about my time in the Navy since I got out. <laughs> I've talked so little about it. Um, you know, and, and it, it for for no particular reason, I was just so focused on on moving forward and doing other things. Um, so I, I don't I don't really have a lot to say about my military service. Like I got to travel the world, I got to do a lot of things. Did you deploy? Uh, I spent about two years in Japan. Okay. Right, so it was about two years in Japan, and, and we went over all over Asia doing this. Um, you know, the command I was at, we were one of the only commands to ever go to mainland China and actually spend time in mainland China, which was cool. It was a very unique experience. Um, you know, I, my, once once I was in the Navy and I, once I was in the military in general, I, I realized pretty quickly that, that it probably wasn't for me, right? Now, I met a lot of really great people. It's how I met Mike. You know, it's how I have the network I have today. Mike is in the studio with us too. Mike Brown, another owner of Star Spangled Subs. That is true. I am here. <laughs> he is here, unfortunately. Um, no, I love Mike. Mike. Mike's become one of my, my very good friends. Um, but, you know, I, I realized it really wasn't for me, and I, I realized I wanted to do other things. And so my, my time in the service was very much spent trying to figure out what I was going to do after, trying to figure out what, what was next. Um, you know, and I, I was grateful for the brotherhood. I was grateful for um, a lot of things that I learned. I, I was certainly at, at that time in my life very grateful to have a steady paycheck coming in. Um, <laughs> That's not a bad thing. It was not a bad thing. Um, by no means are you going to get rich being in the military, but you know, if you're looking for health insurance and uh, a steady paycheck, it's it's not a terrible place to start. Um, but no, so I ended up I ended up coming back to the U.S. and it, it took me a long time to actually figure out what I was going to do from that point. Right? It took me a long time to, to figure out what, what was next. Um, but, and know. that's, you know what, th- about that is when you leave the military, if you join when you're young, if you join when you're 18, you've never really thought about your grown-up job outside of the military. Like, you go right into it and you do a career. 
and then you get out and you and you, you are put in a position where you know if you've served honorably honorably if you ha- are entitled to all your benefits you can now go to college you can now pursue anything you want and you have to decide what that is and a lot of people get out and they've got a a one-year plan a two-year plan a three-year plan a lot of times that's the GI bill or a job that they have getting out or you know contracting or, or something like that and there's no 20-year plan there's no 30-year plan there's no separate retirement plan there's no next industry or career exactly in mind people do go out and they start businesses and they start uh, companies and they do a lot but they they don't really think about you know golden years like social security years and and I don't really have an answer I'm I'm just saying that I'm the same way too and a lot of people do that you know like you get out of the military and it's and it's just now time to figure out what you really want to do no, it is. time to grow up it's time to grow up yeah you know I, the military in in a lot of ways because I I don't want to say that you're coddled but a lot of things are taken care of for you it's almost like living in never never land right like you're almost like one of the lost boys and then once you get out you're like oh well you know uh, now, now I have to be an adult. You know, it's not about playing and, and hunting Captain Hook every day. Now, now I actually have to be an adult. I have to figure things out, and you know, there's no, there's no room that I can I can go and and, and there's no barracks room, right? There's no oh, you know, I have a toothache. I, I'm just going to go go see the dentist and not have to worry about a bill that's going to come in the mail, or you know, oh, you know, I'm I'm sick. I'm going to go to the doctor and not worry about a bill that's going to come in the mail. So that's that. A lot of people don't think about this, right? And you don't think that you know when when you're you're in the military, you have very few bills, right? There, there's a lot of things that are taken care of you, especially the younger uh, service members, right? You go into 18 years old, you you probably uh, uh, you spend if you if you go into 18 and you get out, you serve your four years, then you get out. You've probably spent the majority of your time in a barracks room, okay? And and all of your housing has been taken care of. A lot of your food has been taken care of. Um, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, by the way, in the real world, um, when I thought I was balling making $3,000 a month, you know, take home because you didn't have any bills, you're paying for your phone and, and maybe a, a car payment, right? You know, and, and you didn't care at that point. Like, oh, you know, I can get, you know, a Dodge Challenger SRT and, and I, I, I have a $900 car payment every month. That's fine. I don't have bills. I'm balling. I know what I, I'm good to go. And then you get out and you're like, oh, you know, three thousand dollars a month take home is is not a lot of money, right? And you think, oh, you know, now I have to pay for housing, now I have to to pay for food, now I have to pay for health insurance, and all of a sudden that nine hundred dollar a month car payment became very realistic. That nine hundred dollars a month is a lot of money, no matter how, if you're making twenty thousand dollars a month, and you do the math on this, you're spending almost five percent of your monthly re- gross revenue on one thing. A lot of people don't do the math and break down the, the statistics of and percentage points of what they spend their money on. Like for me, whatever I take home every month, I try to spend less than forty percent of whatever I make that month. All of my all of my living expenses, I try to spend less than forty percent of what I take home, and the rest is, is sitting there as, as an insurance thing in a savings account um, to make sure that if if a dark day does come, when the, the storm does come, and in life that's going to happen. Some people lose jobs all the time. The market changes. Things are going to change in, in the civilian world, and you're not always guaranteed a paycheck. So when when you think you're balling, you think you're, everything's taken care of for you, and you get out, and all of a sudden, guess what? You know, real life hits, and if you don't have a savings account set aside, you're going to be in a lot of trouble, and, and then your, ten- your credit is going to tank. If you can't cover those bills, 
all because you're having a hard time, the bank still wants theirs. And so your credit score is going to tank. And then opportunities are definitely going to start going away, right? You're, you're not going to be able to get loans to do things. You're not, I, I worked in real estate in Utah for the past several years and, and did a lot with property management. If you have below a 650 credit score, you cannot rent an apartment in Salt Lake City. They won't, they're going to deny you based off of your credit. And they can do that. You, you are considered to have bad credit. Now, they'll give you the options where you can find a cosigner with a 700 score or above, or you can pay a double or triple deposit depending on your credit score and, and what debts you have. So if you don't watch that credit score, if you don't watch what you're taking care of and protect um, your interest in, in that area, you might find yourself homeless. So for anybody who might just be tuning in, we're talking about what to expect <coughs> when, you, when you get out of the military. Uh, whether you did four years or 10 years or 20 years. So somebody on Instagram, uh, homebound veteran, who's another content creator here, actually my fault. I was supposed to, we were supposed to talk this week and we haven't yet uh, asked if you could talk about how did you find your way into your next career? So now my question is, was your next career real estate or what stepping stones along the way led to where you are today? And when did you uh, found the company Star Spangled Subs? Yeah, so it was actually a, a kind of a roundabout way I, I came to Star Spangled Sups. And my next career, I, I bounced around with a lot of things. You know, I, I had a hard time readjusting to civilian life, and I ended up getting fired from several jobs because I, I couldn't I couldn't work with with a lot of I, I didn't know how to communicate with a lot of civilian people in, in that that sector. And so the, there's one thing in the military you, you can kind of be a little harsh on each other sometimes, and it's okay. You can't do that in the civilian sector. Uh, HR will not be happy. So, you know, I, I found myself having this recurring issue. I ended up having to go to therapy and, and work on some things and, and try to identify, like, why I wasn't being successful. Um, I battled with depression a lot. You know, on the last, the last time we were on, I talked a little bit about, you know, I had, at one point I, I, I had contemplated suicide and actually checked into a hotel with 100% intention of, of fulfilling that. Um, and that, that's what kind of ended up leading me to CBD. I had a friend that was helping me. I had a friend that was like, look, you know, you need to look into CBD. Um, that's how I kind of stumbled into CBD. But I, I, I tried a lot of different things. But I, I stumbled into real estate because I, I read an article that was done with Mark Cuban. They, they'd interviewed him. They'd asked him a question. said, if you lost everything tomorrow, um, do you ever think you'd become a billionaire again? And his answer was no. There, there's a lot of luck and timing that comes with becoming a billionaire. He was like, I don't think that that would happen again. Um, I, I think the wording actually is like lightning doesn't strike twice. He's all, but I've become a millionaire again. And it says, it, and I do that because I would find something to sell with a high enough commission that would allow me to invest in other things and start companies. Um, and he, he referenced real estate and he, he referenced the kind of insane market that, that Utah has right now. It's one of the fast, the Salt Lake Valley is one of the fastest growing um, economies in the country. And a lot of tech companies and tech startups are there. eBay just built a huge new building there. Amazon is building stuff there. Um, Adobe has two, and I think they're building a third building there. There's a lot growing there. And they, they started to call the Lehigh area the Silicon Slopes. Well, because there's such an influx of people, there's a huge real estate market there. They're building homes. People are flipping homes. A lot of people are buying and selling homes. And so I was like, cool, I'm going to get a real estate license, and I'm going to get into real estate. And I'm going to follow Mark Cuban's advice. I'm going to find something where I can sell that has a high enough commission that will allow me to, to work for myself and do what I want to do. And that's how I started 
Star Spangled Supplements, and you know, and, and me and Micah have been friends for several years now, and you know, we, we had kind of reconnected around this time um, and, and started this company, but it it didn't come about because I had planned it that way. And even even now, as we're running the company and we've launched the company, on the day to day, nothing goes exactly how I've planned it to go. No matter how much planning I do, right, there's setbacks. You know, we very recently had to rebuild our entire website, change a processing company, um, and just completely rework things. It was it has been an incredible headache. You know, and we're super grateful for the customers that are patient with us. Um, so if, if you're any of our customers are out there listening and, and you've had to be patient with us over the past month, we're grateful for you, right? There's things will always come up. Things will always happen. And there are things that you can't really plan for. It's just, you know, it's just part of life. You know, it just happens. And so it's thing, things fall into place where they're supposed to, you know, challenges are going to happen. Trials are going to happen. That's okay. Um, but if you can maintain a positive mindset through, through whatever's getting thrown at you, those are the people that, that seem to just kind of find success. And I, I think it's, I don't know if it's a karma thing, I don't know if it's an energy thing, but th- things just seem to kind of fall into place where they're supposed to. But no, like I, n- nothing was planned. You know, I, I'd never, I didn't grow up as a, as a kid thinking, I, I wanna go do real estate. That not, I didn't plan on that. It was one of those things where it kind of came up at, at a time when I was in a place where it was good to do that. I said, cool, I'm gonna jump on an opportunity. Um, Starting my own company was something I had planned on, uh, mostly because I, I, I like the ability to work for myself and own my own time and kind of create my own destiny. But, you know, at the same time, like I, five years ago, I didn't plan on starting a CBD company. You know, it wasn't something that was even on my mind. Um, I started at a CBD company because a lot of the other CBD companies out there were doing a terrible job. And, and I, I had horrible experiences with almost every company that I would purchase from. And so I was like, man, you know, this is a great product. There's a lot of potential here, but I think I can do it better than everyone else is doing it. And, and very humbly, I will say, I think we are. Um, so if there's other CBD companies out there, uh, sorry, but we're, <laughs> we're, we're doing it better than you are. Um, That's awesome. So, uh, you know, you were saying before about nothing going to plan. Reminds me of a quote I've heard in the military. Uh, I, love, I love a good quote or uh, mantra and it's uh, you know you can plan and you can plan and you can plan and you can take that plan and you can measure it down to such minute <coughs> details that you take out a micrometer and get it down to the fractions of a millimeter but then you're going to cut it with an axe so no matter how much you plan things are not going to end up going exactly how you think they're going to go and then you just have to work with what you got and I think that that's a skill that uh, that you learn as a veteran uh, every every single day because when you when you know, as they say, the enemy the enemy gets a say, right? And in business, you've got competition and, and you've got problems with production and other companies that you work with. Maybe it's a shipper. I mean, I'm sure even Amazon str- struggles with massive problems that come across their desk every day. Uh, and one thing that you learn in the military is that versatility and that uh, how to dynamically respond to issues like that. Mike, you got something over there? Yeah, um, I think one of the good things coming, I mean, I can speak for myself, is that working obviously with an NSW where it's very dynamic? The military already is very dynamic; it's always changing. But when you work within uh, a combat operational unit, uh, every op that we ever went on or we ever planned out, it never went according to plan. And at times too, when we're doing these operations, is that obviously it's very high stress. 
you know, it was very, it, it was very fluid. But the example I used is more public than than many other operations, like the Belong Raid, right? And coming from working at a command like that, uh, knowing how efficient and how very you think of every single problem that can happen. But at the end of the day, you, you always know that, hey, something can happen. And like in their case, in that operation, the healer went down. And the planning and prep for that op was nuts, but still something went wrong. And you still adapted, you, 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 cha it, you changed the operation, went forward, was successful. The business coming from working in a very dynamic environment to here, that for me, it's like when something changes and all that, I just, it is what it is. But it's funny too, because I mean, other entrepreneurs who are going through the same thing and you know, things are going to plan, they're just like losing their minds. Like, I mean, they're literally like this, like, I can't, this is how this is happening. That's not how I planned it. And back in my mind, kind of be like, hey, it's not a big deal. Just solve the problem, go, go forward. Some people kind of do that. And I think that's one of the reasons why with our company, uh, we're gonna be a lot more successful than many companies because we're, we're used to that. We're able to adapt and not let it hold us back and you know, adapt to it, learn from it and keep going forward. So it's a, I think it's a great skill to have. And especially with my job while I was doing intelligence is that you, you plan and then make a backup plan and make another backup plan to that just in case it's gonna change um, everything moving forward. So. That's a lesson in, in, in life, you know? Yeah. It's you plan, you plan, you they say uh men plan, God laughs, right? So uh Adam, can I can I put you on a spot? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can. So and feel free not to answer. I talk pretty openly on the show about dealing with really bad anxiety yeah. and depression and just figuring out how to come to grappling with when you realize how bad of a place the world can be yeah. and the things that we've seen and, and, and done and how you uh how you piece those together and, and make sense of it all. Uh, is, a, is a challenge every day. And with veteran suicide being as big of, you know, I don't like using the, the 22 a day statistic because I, I, I don't really, uh, I think it, it, it uh, not trivializes it, but I, I think it's more than just a number of people a day, you know, um, that we're talking about here. It's people who are struggling every day, people who are going through it every day. Uh, there's millions of veterans, you know, from Vietnam, you know, we're losing the World War II, Korea War generation, but from Vietnam, the Gulf War, and 20 years of war in Iraq and Afghanistan uh, who are dealing with issues every day. And I think it extends, you know, the, the, the mental health stuff, which is, you know, nothing to be embarrassed about, extends to all those people too. But you, you said, um, you know, you checked into a hotel with the intention of, of taking your life. Thank you for sharing that. But can I ask what turned it around? Um, and you don't, you don't have to answer yeah. that. <clears throat> so it, if I'm being very transparent, I got incredibly intoxicated. Um, and I, I kind of, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a religious person, right? I, I, I'm a spiritual person. I, I believe in God. You know, if some people don't, that's fine. Like I, I, I think you should have a relationship with, with something larger than yourself that's out there, whatever you call that by. Um, and, and so for me, I'll, I'll try and word this in a way that, that doesn't lean towards my beliefs. But, you know, it, these are my beliefs. I... <clears throat> I felt like I had an experience where I, I was like on the fringe of kind of being able to see what my eternity would be if I did do that, of the things that I would have missed out on, the people that I would hurt, and it, it was almost like I felt um, this almost like almost like it would be an, an eternal torment of, of guilt and regret if, if I was to do that. Um, and a after that, I, I remember kind of waking up the next day um, and being very very glad I didn't you know, kill myself. 
I'm very glad I didn't. And, and all of a sudden, you know, I realized there were things I needed to fix in my life. I, I realized there were things that needed to be worked on. Some of them were things of my own doing and, and some were some of them were things that I was a victim of. Right. Now, now something that for me, a lot, a lot of my stuff wasn't just military related. Um, experiences in the military definitely brought some of these experiences back to the surface for me. Um, but I, I, doing what we do at the CBD industry, we have a large veteran um, customer base. And I, I get, I'm lucky that a lot of these people feel comfortable reaching out and talking to me. Um, and so I, I get to talk with people every day um, with experiences that they've had. And they reach out and we have conversations about service and struggle and you know depression and anxiety and all these things. Um, they, they share stories with me and I get to share some of mine. Um, what, one thing I, I, I find that, that seems to be very common is a lot of people turn to the military because they didn't really have a, lot, a great support system at home or they, they come from an abusive background and they're looking for an escape and it's like, hey, the military is going to pay me. They're going to send me far away from here. Um, and, and there's a potential that, that this could turn into a career and, and I now have some direction in my life. And I, so I talk to these people all the time, um, and I'm able to, to really associate with that. So I, I don't have a relationship with any of my family at this point. You know, I, I grew up in England un, under an abusive father that we, we had a court order to leave the country um, to seek time with where my mom's family was to escape, literally, my father. Um, and so that's, that's kind of a, like a unique situation, right? Um, and so I, I grew up un, under, you know, very difficult physical, mental, and emotional abuse, um, and then a little bit of sexual abuse as well. And so for me, like growing up, you know, it, it was very difficult. So I, I talked to a lot of these veterans and a lot of people that have similar experiences. And, you know, I, it, it's okay. I, I'll, you know, you're not putting me on the spot. I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about these things, not because it's easy to talk about, not because it's fun to talk about, but because I, I, I'm at a point now where I've made peace with a lot of these things um, and I, I've moved on in my life, but I still have an understanding that there's a lot of people out there that haven't made peace with some of the things that have happened in their lives. That somehow they still believe that it's a reflection of who they are and not a reflection of, of the person that, that victimized them. Um, people that deal with depression, they, they're almost embarrassed because they don't want to be seen as weak. You know, a lot of people in the military, you know, you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be durable, right? The military does operate as a machine, and you are a piece of that machine. Uh, and so, you know, you, you get stuck in this mindset of, of what you're supposed to be, what you think people might perceive you that you're supposed to be. And I, I'll tell you, it's, it's wrong. Um, you know, you're, you're a human being. You know, you, you breathe, you bleed, you have emotions just like everybody. You know, the, the dude that's six foot three, 250 pounds of jacked muscle with a high and tight that looks like the Terminator, guess what? He's got emotions too, and he's probably dealing with something deep down inside that he's struggling with, just like you are. That's but, a, it's very true, and people, um, you know, when you see somebody like that person that you're describing finally come out and share it, it's, it has such a huge impact on other people who have been holding it. Like, sometimes when the strongest person is shows that they're going through the same stuff it enables empowers other people to talk about what they're going through and a lot of times talking about is all it takes to kind of rescue somebody from that that dark place that so many people find themselves in throughout their life i think you know not just military but everybody at some point in their life ends up in 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 a bad place and you feel like you're alone but you're not alone everybody's not everybody but 
a lot of people are currently or have gone through very similar stuff. Um, I don't want to cut you off, but soon we're going to be wrapping up. Uh, music, our music should start playing, but I don't know if it will uh, on our on our pre-recorded uh, uh, soundtrack here. So I might have to turn the show off. Um, that was a quick one, man. Time went by so fast today. Uh, Mike, thanks for being here and all that input. Uh, just kidding. Sorry, sorry, Mike. You can, not input. You yeah. can be on. You can be on the show anytime, any day. Uh, Adam, you're you're in from out of town. So uh, there it is. Hey, thanks guys for tuning in this week, and we'll see you next week on the Scuttlebutt Show on 89.1. And that website again, if you want some more information, is Star Spangled Subs S U P P S Star Spangled Thanks for listening to The Scuttlebutt on 89.1 KNSJ Disconzo. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Scuttlebutt Show and on Twitter at Show Scuttlebutt.